Welcome to Christian Concepts, a weekly show in which I hold thoughtful discussions about Christianity, its concepts, and misconceptions. I'm your host, Taj, and today we're going to clear up a misconception. And what is the purpose of Jesus as far as what is he saving us from? You know, it, it seems like a very basic, uh, simple question. However, it it is not something that uh, a lot of people get the right answer for. Um, and in, in order to do this, I'm going to give you a an illustration. But really, um, I want you to just think about that for a second. What does Jesus save us from? All right, before I give you the answer um, for that, I want to give you this illustration that I was saying. Now, my Auntie Paulette, uh, she had a, a very strange allergic uh, reaction. Um, it, it was very strange, actually. Um, till this day, it's probably one of the strangest uh, allergic reactions I've ever seen in my life. Um, what happened was she could eat chicken, but for whatever reason, chicken breast alone uh, caused her her th- throat to swell. She had a rash. She'd break out in hives. It was just the craziest thing ever. And if I didn't see it with my own eyes before before me, I would say, no, that can't be right. How can someone uh, <laughs> only react to the chicken breast? But anyways, uh, just bear with me with this. The analogy that I'm going to use, the example I'm going to use is: imagine if she has go, she goes to the doctor with this rash, and the doctor says to her, "Okay, just put some makeup on it, and you'll be fine." Right. That would be the worst doctor in the world. Like no one would ever say, yeah, that was a great doctor. That was amazing and recommend that doctor. Right. Because, you know, a prescription for makeup does not solve the problem. Now, when you ask a lot of people, what are people being saved from? What is Jesus saving us from? They, a lot of people will say hell. Right. Jesus is saving us from hell. But you know what? That's really not the right answer. And it is very much like that doctor just prescribing the makeup to cover up the rash. Right. It's not dealing with the real problem. And I'm going to tell you exactly why that is. First and foremost, um, Jesus is saving us, you know, from our sin. It's really not hell. Hell is a byproduct, yes, but the main thing that Jesus is saving us from is sin. And we're going to really take a look at that right now. Uh, first, uh, the, you know, the, the, the big, uh, Christmas verse, uh, the, the, the birth of Jesus, whatever you want to say, at December time, this one always comes up in the Christmas carols, the, 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 the pageants at church and all these different things. In Matthew 1, verse 21. All the little children say this and read this and recite this. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Right there, Matthew 1, verse 21 gives you the answer. What does Jesus save people from? It is their sins. Why is this so confusing? Why is, uh, you know, if you ask the average person on the street, uh, what are people being saved from? The average person on the street will say all sorts of things. People will say that Jesus is saving them from death, from suffering, from pain, from uh, heartaches, from hell, from the devil, from just so much, from the cruelty in the world, mean people, bullies, whatever you want to say. Uh, people will say all sorts of things. But again, those are all symptoms, and that's just like the doctor covering up the makeup. First and foremost, uh, to understand why Jesus isn't just saving you from hell, you have to understand what hell is for, right? Hell is not designed for people, first and foremost. Hell is, uh, according to the Bible itself, Matthew 21, verse 41, um, it is eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So it was not designed for people to go there. So Jesus didn't just come to save people from hell. Hell is designed for the devil and his angels. 
Um, going through it, if you if you look through uh, all the different accounts, okay, um, uh, just as after creation, uh, day six, when everything was perfect, you know, uh, the Lord looked at his creation and said everything was good. At that point, nothing, there was no, there was no sin, there was no need for hell, there was no, uh, nothing wrong, death, suffering, all those diff- different things that we currently see and um, know as reality in our world today were not so after creation. When the Lord rested, all was good, right? Everything was good all that he had created. But by, uh, well, we don't even know exactly the time frame after that, but we do know that Lucifer, uh, the angel, um, fell from heaven. And, you know, it's it's not exactly said, but if you read uh, Revelation 12, 4, it seems like a third of heaven, a third of the angels went with him, right? So they rebelled against God. And, you know, uh, long story short, he wanted to be like the most high. He really thought very highly of himself. He wanted to be on top. And in doing so, his pride, which is really the first sin committed, um, he was kicked out of heaven. And it seemed like there's like a rebellion, a revolution, whatever you want to call it. But about it's, you know, based on that passage about a third of heaven was kicked down with him now uh where are they now they are on earth <laughs> wreaking havoc they are some if you read jude there are some that are locked up uh in 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 a pit however the majority of them including the devil himself are wreaking havoc they're they're on earth they're causing troubles uh sickness wars all sorts of different things and specifically uh mentioning the devil um first peter 5 verse 8 be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion lion excuse me walketh about seeking whom he may devour walk about where he's walking around on earth right the devil is here the devil is not in hell however Hell was designed for him and his angels. So that third that rebelled against God, that left angel, uh, left heaven, according to you know, uh, Revelation, those are the people, or those are the people, those are the beings that uh, hell was created for. It was not created for people, human beings, us, right? So what is the purpose of hell? Well, first of all, uh, it's going to be the, the place of uh, eternity eventually for the devil and all these uh, rebels, if you will. Uh, that is a place where uh, suffering, death, and all that stuff will, will eventually be destroyed and sent to um, for eternity. That's where it is going. And, you know, when God sets up shop and creates everything perfect, uh, no more death, no more suffering, no more tears, and so forth. If you read Revelation, all these different things, right? are not going to be uh, the, these wonderful things, the, the paradise, if you will, that we look forward to are not going to be afforded to the devil and his angels and anyone that follows him to hell. How do people end up in hell? Well, we have the... the the uh the, the keys or if you will the invitation to overcome death and hell and suffering and sin and all these different things through Jesus Christ so no one no person on earth past present or future is destined for hell i mean hell is a byproduct yes people will be in hell there is no um around that you know there there are different religions and different sects whatever whatever you want to call it different denominations says that there is no hell however you know just just reading through the bible there is clearly a place of uh eternal um fire and so forth and whatnot and it is described in great length but this episode you know i'm not trying to scare you and whatever but just read through the bible i mean you can't read the bible and not come to the conclusion that there is a hell and the purpose of that hell is for the devil and his angels so how do people end up in hell um according to the bible 
Now, it's by rejecting Jesus Christ, right? No one is condemned or, or, or destined for hell. However, they choose to hold on to their sin because ultimately sin is what's going to hell and that's where the devil and his angels are going. So if you choose to hold on to that, you do not want to accept Jesus as your savior. You do not want to overcome that. You do not want to be saved from your sin. Well, then you will hold on to your sin. Sin is like uh, an anchor in, in, in an open sea, right? If you are holding on to the anchor, it is pulling you down, right? You will die with your sin. Sin is just, just imagine uh, you're swimming in the ocean and you are holding on to something very heavy and it's pulling you down. Now, all you have to do is let go of that and grab Jesus's hand and be pulled out of the water. You know, just think of like the, the Coast Guard or the Marines or whoever it is with a helicopter flying over you, reaching out to you to save you. But no, you're holding on to this heavy thing that's going down into the pit of, 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 of hell or in this case, the ocean. It's going to the deep abyss. It's going to be lost, right? If you're holding on to that um, and you value that more, maybe I should have used uh, an anchor. Let's say it's uh, uh, bricks of gold, right? That's very heavy. It's going to sink. You're holding on to this gold because you value that gold, but you're also drowning. So you have the option now. Are you going to take salvation or are you going to hold on to it? And that's really what's happening here. So no one is condemned to hell. So when Jesus comes and he's that helicopter pilot, if you will, and he's reaching out, um, he's not saving you from, uh, from, from, from hell itself. He is saving you from your sin. What's dragging you down into hell. And, you know, as a result, you avoid hell. So, you know, we we, want to look at the fact that we all have a choice. From day one, for whatever reason, God gives us choice. We have the opportunity to accept and reject. And going all the way back to the Garden of Eden, you know, um, no one made Adam sin. No one made Eve sin. They did not have to eat from the tree of the good, uh, from the knowledge of good and evil. They could have just lived in paradise, had a wonderful time. But, you know, human nature, it is what it is. Same thing with uh, Lucifer. No one, no one, uh, God did not make him rebel and want to be like the most high and, and just turn everything upside down. But the option was was there because of will. Now, why does God give us free will? That is a, a topic in itself, and you can go on and on and on for that. Uh, it, it's pretty deep and it's pretty philosophical. And ultimately, you know, uh, it's going to come down to a lot of just what I believe per se. So I'm not going to really dive into that because, you know, uh, all I can tell you is that the Bible does tell us that we have choices to make. We do have free will, even in offering, right? Um, when you're giving, you're donating, if you will, to church or to God, that it is a free will offering in the sense that you have the choice to give it or you don't. It's not like God's going to just go into your uh, checking account and, and automatically deduct it, right? Or with anything, right? You, you have the option to uh, do what God tells you to do because, all right, for example, uh, Jonah, right? When he was sent to go uh, preached to Nineveh so that they could be saved, but because they were the enemy, he decided to go the opposite direction. Now he ends up in the the the, the belly of the whale and so forth and whatnot. But eventually, he just decides to go with God and say, "All right, I'm going to do this plan." Because really, God is going to do what God is going to do, and we have the opportunity, we have the invitation to uh, get on board and do that with Him. So in this case, 
he is going to abolish. He is going to destroy death, suffering, sin, and all these different things in hell. And he gives us the opportunity to avoid all of that. However, he's not going to force anything upon us. Just like Adam wasn't forced to sin, um, we are not forced to accept uh, salvation or to hold on to our sin. The choice is ours. And going back to even the days of Noah uh, in Genesis when the great flood was coming, uh, that was the way that God in, 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 in that time uh, dealt with sin and, and cleansed the earth and started from scratch with Noah and his family. Uh, they were given the option. They did not have to right? Noah could have said, no, I don't want to build this ark. No, I don't want to go into it. My family, you know, any of those people uh, could have had the option to just say no. But also, even more sad than that, the fact that all of this happened, but salvation was available for everyone, however they rejected it. Where am I getting that from? Why am I saying that? Um, if you read Second Peter 3, not, uh, the Second Peter 3, uh, th- that whole passage itself is really uh, comparing uh, today, the day that we're living in today with the days of Noah. And in summary, just read through it yourself. But in summary, what happened was just like the ark, the ark is a, a symbol, a picture of, of Jesus Christ, right? That ark, that salvation, the salvation through Jesus, by faith, people went into the ark and by faith, we are accepting Jesus Christ as our savior, right? And as a result, we 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 will be offered salvation. We will survive, if you will. You will not be condemned with sin, and you will live. So hell and the flood and 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 all those different things are just a way to deal with the sin. So the real problem is the sin, right? It is not the flood water. It is not the fire. It is the sin. So using that same analogy that I I, I mentioned, well, first and foremost, what I want to say is. If you read Second uh, Peter three, if nothing else, read nine. Uh, he is not the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Right? The Lord does not want a single person, past, present, or future, to suffer, go to hell, to 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 uh, be plagued by sin for all of eternity. No, He wants every single person to come to Him, to have paradise, eternal life, whatever the words that you want to use according to the Bible. Um, however, not everyone's going to choose that for whatever reason, you know, uh, it, reading through John three, it says men love darkness much more than they love light. Right? Why do they hold on to their sin? Why will people be going, uh, to, to hell? It's simply because they never wanted to let go of their sin. Whatever that sin is, stealing, lying, fornication, um, uh, cussing, adultery, or the, anything, you name all those different things, um, greed, envy, um, lust, all these different things were more important to the person than uh, Jesus, right? Being able to accept him by faith so that way you could be with the Father for eternity. So going back to uh, my example, uh, again, with the doctor and my aunt and everything, when she went to uh, the doctor and if they had said, uh, he or she, that doctor would have said, um, just put some makeup on it and you'll be fine. Well, first of all, that would have been a terrible doctor. And I'm likening this doctor to uh, a parallel with Jesus, right? So if Jesus came here to save us from, uh, uh, you know, hell or from, from death, from suffering and all these different things that, you know, other people would say, that would be like the doctor that is just dealing with the, 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 the symptom, if you will. Because 
um, the rash is like, you know, just, just an embarrassment, right? It is discomfort. And that's sort of like what hell is. It, it is a byproduct. It's not really the, 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 the problem. It is a result of a problem. If you, if, if that makes sense, right? Um, without the problem sin, there would be no need for hell. So in this case, you cover up the rash or you get rid of hell. The problem still remains. Hell is terrible, but it is not the problem. Sin is the problem. Now, sin is more like, uh, I, I guess you would say in this case, would be the chicken breast. The chicken breast that's causing the rash and the, the discomfort and all those different things. So a good doctor now isn't going to just say, okay, cover that up. Uh, a good doctor is going to say, let's get rid of the chicken. Let's get rid of um, the, the thing that is causing all this reaction that's causing the pain and suffering and all that different things. And in this case, uh, you know, it is the sin. So Jesus being that good doctor, he did not come to save us just from the, 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 uh, symptoms of sin, the results of sin. He's going to get rid of sin. That's what he's saving us from. So, of course, human nature though is to focus on the rash. It is to focus on everyone looking at us. It's to focus on just covering up, uh, that immediate thing. But really, Jesus being that good doctor, he's going to deal with the chicken. He's dealing with the sin. And <laughs> I'm not saying that chicken is evil, but, you know, just for the sake of my, uh, my, my, the, this example, the story with my aunt, you know, um, really it's one of the strangest things I've ever seen in my life, but I, I saw it with my own eyes. Um, within minutes of eating any chicken breast, she started to, uh, get a rash. And, you know, so as far as this goes, um, with the sin, right? That is what we're being saved from. And, you know, if you have any questions regarding this, if you, you know, uh, still have some misconceptions or, or, or you don't think I explained something well, just let me know. You know, uh, the links, uh, are in the show notes, how to reach out to me, how to contact me. Uh, let me know what you think. And, you know, um, what I really want to do though is I am going to offer something just really, just, just fun to uh listeners right because i am actually uh in the process right now of creating by the time this episode releases uh creating some uh digital collectibles that we can use because you know this this uh show itself is a part of biblegum media and i actually have some digital biblegum tokens if you will and i have the first set uh 66 right now that are being released and uh, minted and or why 66 well because there's 66 books in the bible and this is bible um, uh, media bible gum media really and even this show christian concepts is a part of bible gum media so these bible gum mintable coins is something that i just be giving away for free so how do you get those things they're absolutely free i'm i'm i'm, I'm giving away some uh if you just shoot me a message uh with your your favorite uh, points of this um, episode, if you will, um, what your best takeaway was. And, you know, um, I would appreciate it if you uh, leave a review wherever you're listening to your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts or wherever, and uh, just let me know. And I will, you know, get that information to you. And while supplies last, they're a limited supply. And, you know, we're going to have some fun with this because, you know, the Bible is fun and it's meant to be shared. You know, that's why we get the whole name, the Bible gum. And that is uh, now this this show in particular, Christian Concepts, is uh, an extension of that is because it's really taking a deep dive into it. Because anything that I create related to 
the Bible. Um, I, I put under that whole Bible gum media stuff because it's fun to me. I love sharing the Bible. I love sharing the word with people. And this is just another thing that we could do to have some fun with it because, you know, we're in this thing together. We're going through life. And as long as there's sin on this earth, there is going to be some issues and what have you. But there is nothing stopping us from having some good, clean fun. And this is just one of those things. So, again, I would appreciate that. The links are in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you in the next one. It's funny because I always say seeing you as if uh, this is, you know, some kind of uh, face-to-face conversation or what have you. Um, But, you know, uh, you should be used to hearing that by now. But anyways, what I really just want to say is I appreciate the support. I appreciate listening to this. And I hope I could be a blessing to you that you're actually um, consuming this content, listening to it, and you're learning something from the Bible. And it makes you just excited to want to really uh, dive into the Bible or read it for yourself. I put up links and everything, hoping that you do go research this and look into it for yourself. I mean, this this stuff is, is great and it's fun. Um, and, you know, it has absolutely changed my life. And I'm hoping to do the same uh, for others just by just like someone shared it with me. I'm trying to share it with others because, you know, really, God is the one that's doing all the work. He's the one that is working on people's hearts creating change and all that is produced through what we're doing with Bible gum media and everything, you know, these podcasts, these shows and everything. It's, 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 we're just scattering seed really, but ultimately um, to God be the glory, all, all of it, he's the one that's doing all the work and we're just having fun with it. And we're in, we're, we're just happy that you are allowing us to go on this ride with you. And again, uh, all the information to how to dive in deeper is in the show notes. So later.